0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, reports of federal race, sex, and age discrimination are on the decline. New legislation would create tax benefits for businesses that hire military spouses. And the Air Force liberalizes its tattoo policy. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Friday, March 3rd, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Federal employees' experience with prohibited personnel practices is on the decline. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. About 29 percent of federal employees reported seeing at least one prohibited personnel practice in the workplace. Those include things like discrimination and whistleblower retaliation. That's according to the latest report from the Merit Systems Protection Board. The 29 percent is a decrease since 2016, when 46 percent of feds said they either saw or experienced a prohibited practice, as well as 34 percent in 2010. MSPB says feds perceive some types of prohibited personnel practices more often. For example, federal employees reported seeing discrimination most often based on race, sex, and age in that order. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. President Joe Biden's pick to run the IRS is heading for a Senate floor vote. The Senate Finance Committee approved Danny Werfel to serve a five-year term as IRS commissioner. Werfel previously served as controller at the Office of Management and Budget, as well as acting IRS commissioner during the Obama administration. If confirmed, Werfel says he'd help the IRS spend some of the $80 billion received under the Inflation Reduction Act to make the agency more accessible to taxpayers with questions. An independent commission led by two former defense secretaries says the nation's criminal justice system needs better tools to identify and support veterans when they're arrested to deal with their unique needs. The VA has databases meant to do just that, but a new report by the Veterans Justice Commission says state and local police almost never use them. The commission was led by former secretaries Chuck Hagel and Leon Panetta. Federal public records request reached an all-time high last year. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the latest. Freedom of Information Act requests reached a record high in fiscal 2022. Agencies saw more than 928,000 incoming requests, according to annual FOIA reports published this week. Agencies also processed a record 878,420 FOIA requests last year. The Department of Homeland Security alone accounted for more than 542,000 requests received and more than 500,000 processed. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Biden administration is trying to give federal watchdogs more time and money to tackle COVID-19 fraud. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The White House is asking Congress for $1.6 billion to help agency inspectors general and federal law enforcement staff up to handle pandemic fraud claims. The spending would allow the Justice Department to triple the number of strike force teams focused on going after COVID fraud led by criminal syndicates and major fraudsters. The White House is also calling on Congress to double the statute of limitations to prosecute unemployment insurance fraud cases from five years to 10 years. The White House says it would currently take agencies decades to prosecute their current caseload with existing resources. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. New legislation would create tax benefits for businesses that hire military spouses. The legislation was introduced by a bipartisan group of congressmen, including Democrats Don Beyer and Jimmy Panetta, in concert with Republicans Mike Kelly and John Carter. The Military Spouse Hiring Act would also allow military spouses to qualify for the Work Opportunity Tax Credit. The Senate introduced a companion bill along similar lines. Future airmen won't have to worry as much about tattoos in the future, The Air Force is loosening the tattoo policy as part of a change in standards for future recruits. As part of a broader effort to increase recruitment numbers, the service will now allow chest and back tattoos as long as they can't be seen when in uniform. Some hand tattoos are allowed, as well as one neck tattoo no bigger than an inch that stays behind the ears. The Air Force is also considering lowering body fat standards and increasing enlistment bonuses. A longtime federal IT leader has a new home. Gerald Karen is now the chief information officer at the International Trade Administration. Karen was previously CIO for the Office of the Inspector General at the Department of Health and Human Services. He began his public service in the Army and served in various technical roles at the State Department as well. At the International Trade Administration, Karen will oversee the IT needs of about 2,200 employees spread across 100 U.S. cities and 80 international markets. The Agriculture Department as a new leader to take the reins on diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. USDA names Latanya Davis as its first permanent chief diversity and inclusion officer. Davis will be the new lead on implementing the department's strategic plan for DEIA. The CDIO position is responsible for working with other department leaders to include DEIA initiatives in USDA's overall goals. Davis previously served as director of the Food and Drug Administration's Office of Communications and Project Management. The Biden administration is calling on agencies to give text notifications a try as a way for the public to receive critical updates on their government benefits. That's one of several new interagency projects the administration is launching as part of its executive order on improving federal customer experience. The White House has directed agencies to focus on working together to improve several life experiences, like raising a child in a low-income house and transitioning out of active-duty military service. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, March 3, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.